In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real American boys. I just think it's heavily Republican and it's heavily white. Wow. You're not a stranger to white people. I'm from a mostly white town. Yeah. And let me tell you one thing you gotta know who you're dealing with. Like, Otherwise, they get out of control like kids. Trust me. <laughs> so, you know, like for me, all these other people are tiptoeing around them, and I'm like, no, that's some white shit. I ain't doing that. They yeah. be like, yeah. well, I'm just going to say some white shit. Yeah. And that was my problem with Bernie, because he was talking to an all black crowd, and he was afraid to say black shit. I said, if I'm talking to an all black crowd, I'm going to say black shit. Yeah. Now, if you don't like it, you can get your ass up and leave. on the other side and everything, because the only way to get to be the home is from the inside out in the We need somebody who understands street games that we can clean up and put in a suit. That, that, that knows, like, again, we all work towards the same goal, <laughs> and we all know what the play is. Right. Almost like a secret society. Mm-hmm. Exclusive membership. Right, right. We need to that watch. Where is the gangsters? Where are the street right. at? Like, where they at? And I'm telling you, them the foolish but you can't outswindle them. They might not know all the college words, but you can't hustle them. You right. can't with their money. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they see the game a mile away. Where them at? We need to put some of them in a suit and tie. You got this one one young brother that um that used to be on the front now with me when I was out there right next to you. He's organized. He, um, he a blood. But he, um, very political, very political. You know what I'm saying? So I would get Tyson his name. So we're gonna reach out to him and um, see if y'all can have a face to face about what yeah, we, we can do. Yeah, we need him to, and I, I'm gonna have to test him. I'm gonna have to test him. He gotta be able to walk and walk and talk to talk. He gotta be able to. He gotta be able to down his own people. He gotta be able to explain why he used to be that way. I used to be with that, but I'm not with it now because X, Y, and Z. He gonna have to be able to articulate that. He can't convince me. He can't convince them. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Project Veritas strikes again, and that's why it's so important. That is why it is so incredibly important that we have these alternative media sites. And when I say alternative, I don't even want to use that, that, that term anymore. I don't want to use that label anymore because it's not alternative. It is the news. That is why it is so important to have these people like James uh, O'Keefe, 
like these companies, like Project Veritas, like LFA TV, like The War Room and Steve Bannon. It is so incredibly important now more than ever that we have these people out there, these truth tellers who are putting everything on the line to get the truth to you because if it wasn't for them, you know that those mainstream media companies that you grew up with for so long, you can't count on them to tell you any of this stuff. You wouldn't be able to count on them to tell you about the schools that uh, Project Veritas has been exposing lately. These people wouldn't be fired. These teachers that are, that are destroying the minds of your children, they would never be fired. They would still be working in these positions. If it wasn't for shows like LFA TV and Real America's Voice News Network as well, we wouldn't know about the distillery, by the way, that's ghosted me completely and blocked me. We wouldn't know about these people if it wasn't for this kind of investigative journalism coupled with this kind of broadcasting, which makes for a perfect recipe of truth-telling and truth-sharing. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America, LFA TV. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And we're coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, it's an honor to be here with you. Now today, I know you see all of us in the comment sections saying rumble, 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 rumble. Share, 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 please. Today, now more than ever. Because last night we changed the name of the page without knowing that it was going to change the address of the page, which obviously it would. But we're running 100 miles an hour here. So now the rumble page is LFA TV. I should have told you we were going to do that yesterday so you guys could find it. So many people are not tech savvy and they've just got the, uh, the link saved and they go to that link. So now we need you more than ever. And I know a lot of you go, I've already shared and you share to your Facebook page, or you share to your whatever page, but it's not about your news feeds. Those are shadow banned. It's about your messenger apps. It's about your groups. Those are the, are the most, uh, that, that's the necessity. And now there's, we got hundreds of emails overnight saying 404, can't find. Page 404 alert, can't find. And that's our fault. We didn't let you know that that was going to happen. So if you go to Rumble, you can still go to your little three dots up on your, le- or your three little uh, horizontal lines up on the uh, top left and, and, and bring up all the pages that you follow. And we're under, the, or under LFA TV. If you go to the search bar, actually, let me show you. Let me bring this up for you, actually. Let me bring this up for you real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about here before we get into the news. Here we go. Let's go over to here. All right. So right up here in this corner, you can bring up all the pages that you follow if you're on the website. Okay. There we are. LFA TV. All right. You can also go to this search bar right here and you can type in LFA TV and click the little uh, magnifying glass here. You can search videos or channels. LFA TV. And that will bring you, ladies and gentlemen, back to exactly where we're supposed to be. And that is right there, LFA TV. And there is the video that's on right there. Now, I will tell you, I will tell you that there are now two shows per stream. So that means if you want to watch Unafraid or LFA, they're on the same stream. And you see the title, it says 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. If you want to watch Antonio and Loud Majority, they're on the same stream. That's why it says 9 a.m. and 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. So I, I apologize for all the changes. I know it's going to be kind of weird, uh, uh, weird to get used to, but we're asking for all your help, okay? This was really the only way that we could get this done. And here's the thing. Last night, we were number seven and eight right now on the leaderboard. Let me show you the leaderboard real quick. And I apologize we're going through this, but I think it's incumbent upon me to show you where this is. So say you're on Rumble, the front page. Check this out. We're right here on the front page under podcasts. Okay? And we're also, if you go down here, you see the battle leaderboard. Now, you can also uh, find this stuff on your app as well. But yesterday... Right now, we're sitting at number nine and number 11. It doesn't go by your top views. It goes by the number of rumbles you have. And of course, Loud Majority and uh, Antonio, uh, it's my turn, we're all, are all the way down here at 31 because it's the number of rumbles they have. 
in order for us to stay relevant and in order for LFA TV to really break through, it's all about the Rumbles. If you're watching on Roku with Firestick or Getter, you got to stop. You got to go over to Rumble. You got to rumble. If you don't have a profile, make a profile. We need you now more than ever. All right? We did, however, hit 1 million rumbles yesterday for the very first time, folks. We hit 1 million rumbles, and that's just a testament to how great you guys are and all the sharing that you guys do. We are one of the most watched shows on, uh, we're the most, one of the most engaged uh, shows on Rumble is LFA TV. So I just wanted to bring you guys through all that real quick, and now I've got to get to the, uh, to the emails. We've got quite a few to get through, so here we go. Anita Schultz says, I've been listening and watching for a year and a half. I generally catch you later in the day on Rumble. I'm on Rumble as Kitty Girl 21. Everybody say hello to Kitty Girl 21. She says, I'm reaching out to you for prayer. I've been sick since 2019 with a lot of problems. After uh, I'm reaching out to the LFA family for prayer, I feel I'm healing. And then something else comes up. No doctor could tell me what's wrong. I've been to them all. I'm a longtime Christian. And I love the Lord. I need your prayers. Please, ladies and gentlemen, never give up and always pray. Pray for Anita, ladies and gentlemen. We need, uh, we need to uh, send prayers her way. Here's another one. Another prayer request from Sylvia Tucker, who says, My husband and I watch you Monday through Saturday. We truly appreciate your reporting. We love when you read the daily devotional and our father, uh, our father prayer. I, I never watch a newscast. I've never seen a newscast like yours. Thank you. Would you please pray for me? I had open heart surgery, quadruple bypass, and a post-stroke at age 54. I now need a a defibrillator. Um, I will have the surgery on September 12th. That's just in a couple days. Please pray for me. Ladies and gentlemen, please pray. She says, I'm scared. I know God says not to fear. Nevertheless, I'm human. I need your prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. And that is Sylvia, a.k.a. Mother Tuck. All right? Also, ladies and gentlemen, I listen to both shows daily. I listen to both shows daily, says Chris Kirsten. Uh, On Rumble later in the day, I never miss a show. In March, I asked for prayers for my wife, Camille, to do a tumor because she had a tumor in her chest. chest. Well, we need prayers once again. She has finished her radiation and her chemo treatments just a week ago, and now she goes for a full CAT scan on Saturday to see how much it shrank. Ladies and gentlemen, please pray to the Lord for all of these folks, all right? And here, one more email. Rebecca White says, today is my birthday, and I would love a shout-out. Also, if the LFA family could say a prayer for my mother-in-law who's in Virginia... Who just lost her? Who just had her second hip operated on after having her first hip replaced and now going through cancer? Rebecca White, let's please pray for Rebecca and let's sing Happy Birthday to Rebecca and make her feel special. Are you ready, guys? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rebecca. Happy birthday. To you, and we're going to pray for each and every one of you. We're going to go to the Lord right now. I am sorry we didn't get a morning newsletter out today, guys. We've been very busy with LFA TV. We've got 3,130 people watching. That's not nearly enough. Let's get them all in here and let's do it now as I read from the Lord on this September 8th from Luke 18:9, which says this Luke 18:9, and he spake this parable. Unto certain which trusted them in themselves, that they were righteous and despised other. From Luke 18.9. Folks, people who are self-righteous often despise other people. They cannot compare themselves to Jesus and feel good about themselves. So in order to trust in themselves, they have to constantly compare themselves to other fallible people. Now this breeds a critical attitude that exalts themselves by debasing others. Misery loves company. Ever heard of that? No one can ever be righteous in the sight of God through their own righteousness. It's impossible. Our actions benefit us in relationships with people and prevent Satan from having an opportunity against us. But they cannot make us right with God. We must receive his gift of righteousness completely on the basis of faith in what Jesus did for us on the cross. This is the truth that this parable is presenting. 
Most people are unaware that there are two kinds of righteousness and only one type of righteousness is accepted by God. There is our own righteousness, which is based on our own performance. And there is God's righteousness, which is based on Jesus's performance. God's righteousness is not something that you can do that you can do, but something received as a gift when you put your faith in Jesus Christ. That's it. That's what it means to receive is just know and understand and believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross for you and that he suffered for you. And if you can do that, then you have God's righteousness, folks. God's righteousness is not something uh, or like I said, this moment, the moment you believed God raised him from the dead and said, Jesus, you are my Lord. The Holy Spirit transformed your spirit and made you righteous as righteous as Jesus Celebrate your right standing with God this entire day. When you believe that Christ did what the Bible said he did, you are made right in God's eyes and you are the same as Jesus. You are equal as Jesus. Jesus did what he did so that God may have your love and that you may receive God's love. That's how much God loves you. God killed his only son or allowed his son, I should say, to be killed for you, if you ever needed to know how special you are. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, folks. Please remove your hat. Also, pray for Chavez as well in the comment section on Rumble. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, as you can see, folks, by the fact that we only have 3,300 people in here, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that do not know we're on. A lot of people that still can't find the page because they're not tech savvy enough to figure out what the heck happened. I need your help, and I need your help reaching those people. Use every single arrow in your quiver to help reach those people. Also, happy birthday to Barbara Peters. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Barbara. And say hi to Jim, by the way. Happy birthday to you. We got a $100 donation to start off the show here on Rumble. Let's get busy. First and foremost section, please lift up your cups. Thank you, Amanda Collins, for the cup. And let's get busy, folks. It's time to go ham on the news. For all those that just joined in, go back and find out why the Rumble page changed the name. And here we go. The lies keep coming. The lies keep coming. The lies keep coming. Jeremy, what are you talking about? What do the lies keep coming from? Well, the Biden regime. The Biden regime and who knew about what and when they knew about the failed, illegal, illegitimate raid on Mar-a-Lago, our President Trump's home. Who knew what? Who knew it when? Now, we just exposed two days ago that Joe Biden knew about it. That's, that's, that's just the reality of it. Now, in the beginning, New York Times, mainstream media, they all wanted you to believe that this was done at a high level in the FBI. And they want you to believe that FBI agent, special operations in charge, Tom Theobald, was the one who signed off on everything and Joey Applesauce knew nothing about it. Failed FBI Director Christopher Wray knew nothing about it. Merrick Garland knew nothing about it. But then Merrick Garland came on and said, nope, the buck stops with me. I ordered it. Okay. So how is it that at this point, that we find out that Merrick Gardenome Garland knew about it. But yet Christopher Ray and Joe Biden were still shielding themselves from anything to do with it. Mean Jean Kareem Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House, she even said they knew nothing about it. Then we find out two days ago that Joey Applesauce did know everything about it. All right, the lies keep coming. Which means that Mean Jean Kareem Pierre's a liar. Which means that everybody in the regime's a liar. That leaves one other person, Christopher Ray. And now we find out Christopher Ray is also a liar. If their lips are moving, they are lying. God bless you. You are correct. Share the video. Let's get right into this story. Christopher Ray knew. Christopher Ray ordered it. Christopher Ray threw Tom Theobald under the bus. Christopher Ray is personally responsible for the FBI's actions. Why? He's the director and it stops with him. I don't care if all this stuff came out proving us right. I don't care if all this stuff came out vindicating everything that we said was 
Impossible. There's no way they couldn't have known, right? Fact of the matter is, he's the director of the FBI. The FBI screws up. You're the one in charge. Bye. Peace out. Now the FBI whistleblowers have come forward. They reveal that Director Ray personally removed all concerns about the raid that were raised by agents who were scared that this was going to be a politicization of the agency. And now from the final report, we know that that's exactly true. All right? According to the FBI whistleblowers, Chris Ray personally removed concerns by rank-and-file members that the agency had become too politicized in deciding which cases to open. FBI agents made this complaint to Senate Judiciary Committee members. Now, remember, just a few days ago, we found out that Merrick Gardenome Garland threatened DOJ officials from going to Congress. However, FBI whistleblowers keep coming out more and more every single day. Investigative reporter Paul Sperry posted this on Getter. Breaking, FBI Director Christopher Wray allegedly removed concerns raised by rank-and-file agents from this year's final report by the FBI's Special Agents Advisory Committee about FBI leadership becoming too politicized in deciding which cases to open and which cases and which investigations to pursue. FBI whistleblowers have told the Senate Judiciary Committee that the SAAC Executive Council, representing more than 10,000 agents from the Bureau's field offices, hold its meetings with FBI Director Ray at the FBI headquarters twice a year. Okay? So there is no way, there is no way that at these meetings that Christopher Ray was not briefed on raiding a president's home. Now, Paul Sperry says the FBI is now acting as both the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party and the paramilitary arm of the Democratic Party. This is called communism. So when CNN gets on there and cries that we call them communists and Marxists, this is why. This never happened under President Trump. It happened under Obama, and it's now happening under Biden. The FBI is now acting as both the propaganda arm and the paramilitary arm of the Democratic Party, period. If there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, buts are for farting. Keep that out of the conversation and share the dang video so we can get out there to the people who are looking for us, folks. The FBI interfered in the 2016 election. The FBI interfered in the 2018 election. And the FBI interfered in the 2020 elections. And now it appears that the FBI is doing everything they can to interfere in the 2022 election against Trump and the MAGA Republicans and four Democrats. For six years, the FBI has been falsifying evidence, making up stories, creating false environments to kidnap governors and have insurrections, suppressing exculpatory evidence to frame Trump targets, destroying evidence that would incriminate the FBI, lying to both the IG and Congress every day, or saying, we don't know the answer to that, sorry. um, Spying. Based uh, spying on Americans, by the way, against the Fourth Amendment, based on fraudulent warrants where they lied to get the warrants to do so, opening investigations based on false pretenses that never happened, criminally leaking classified intercepts to the media so they can get them out there so they can win the uh, court of public opinion, and spreading false propaganda and conducting corrupt searches and seizures. Yet no one is in jail for any of it. Now, Biden family whistleblower announced last week that this was top FBI official team Theobald who buried the information and gave the bureau uh, gave buried the information that he gave the bureau on the Biden crime family acts. But now we know, based on uh, Sperry's reporting, that FBI Director Ray had to have known about this because of the high level meetings. And these high level meetings are like, uh, what are we going to do for the first six months of the year? What are we going to do for the second six months of the year style thing? Now, I don't know if it's exactly six months, but you catch my drift, right? You understand what I'm saying? There is no possible way that every single investigation and every single path that the FBI was going to go down for the first six months or the last six months of the year, there's no possible way that they, that they did not sign off on this Trump raid. They themselves, and even Merrick Gardenham Garland said himself, that they struggled for months trying to decide what they were going to do while apparently nuclear codes were in the hands of a madman with orange skin. Somebody asked what's going on with Bannon. Bannon is actually in court today. He is in court today. 
And that's why Peter Navarro is filling in for him, which is why we should have a lot more people here, right? Somebody said, wow, no trolling this morning? No, I banned them all. (laughs) You get a couple chances and then you're gone. Anyway, we've got to move on. We've got more news exposing more criminal activity by the Democrats. Now, what I'm about to tell you is some, not something that, you've, that you already didn't know. You already knew this, what I'm about to tell you. However, now we have the actual evidence that supports that Secretary of State in Michigan, Johns, Jocelyn Benson, created, uh, uh, not created, what should I say? Well, she created, yes, she was the architect behind all of it, but she committed actual felonies. She definitely committed felonies. And she was the architect of the entire $419 million that went into Michigan that were Zuckerbucks that stole the election in 2020. Now, up until now, we followed the money and the money did not go to Jocelyn Benson. So because the money didn't go directly to Jocelyn Benson, everybody knew she had a hand in it, but nobody could prove that she was the architect of where the money went to. Now we know different. And thank you to Pat McCurry, or McMurray, excuse me, for this story. 100% fed up reports that in March of 2021, last year, Michigan's dishonest Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson was found to be in violation of Michigan election law by Michigan Judge Christopher Murray, who ruled that the Michigan State Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson did in fact break the law when she directed city clerks to ignore the signature matching law on the absentee ballots in the 2020 election. Why a sheriff has not arrested her, I don't know. Probably because they know that no DA is going to bring up charges against them. And that's the problem. Sheriffs should have more power when it comes to court than that. Now, Judge Murray wrote back then that Benson, on October 6th, Uh, Secretary of State Benson uh, instructed clerks who were matching signatures that they must perform their duties under the presumption that the signature is valid, and boom, they got rid of all signature verification. That, number one, was against the law. She instructed all clerks in Michigan to do that. That is against state law. She should be in jail just for that. Now, only two weeks ago, a judge ruled against the dishonest Secretary of State, uh, Jocelyn Benson's attempt to stop a lawsuit, uh forcing her to remove 29,000 dead voters from the qualified voter rolls. Now, why in the H-E double hockey sticks would anybody in their right mind think that it's okay to keep 20,000 dead people in that cemetery on the voter rolls is beyond me, but Democrats do it to cheat. I told you yesterday, the voting rolls are the hotbed of fraud, period. It's alarming that we have to sue the Secretary of State to get her to do her job, said Christian Adams, president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Quote, this initial win is the first step in ensuring that dead voters are not voting and receiving ballots. Now, PILF, P-I-L-F, gave Benson, not to be confused with MILF, by the way, PILF, gave Benson plenty of time to act on this. The foundation first notified the Secretary of State in 2020, about the nearly 26,000 dead people on the voting rolls. Quote, after over a year of an action, Pilf sued her in November of 2021 to force her to remove the dead people off the voting rolls. And this week, we got that win. A judge forced her to remove the dead people off the voting rolls, which is 25,975. So there's 25,975 votes that the Democrat will not get. Check this out. 23,663 registrants dead for five years or more. 17,479 registrants dead for the last decade. And 3,956 registrants dead for the last 20 years. Now, the United States Western District Court of Michigan denied Benson's effort to dismiss the lawsuit for failing to remove the deceased. So here's the deal. She was told she had to remove them. She didn't do it. She had a year to do it. She didn't do it. So a judge made her do it two weeks ago. And when, and when the judge made her do it, she then filed a motion saying, please don't make me do it. And the judge said, too bad, so sad, you got to do it. You can't have dead, people's on your ro- dead people on your rolls, dummy. And the fact that you want them on your rolls shows who, the, who exactly you really are. 
But here's the deal, folks. In 2020, at the peak of COVID, Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan from the CCP gave $400 million to election groups with relatively benign-sounding names like CTCL, Center for Life and Tech Civic Life. Remember that? The front story is that the money would be used to help facilitate safe elections during COVID. The actual story is that it was a well-coordinated scheme and an effort that gave third-party groups the ability to manipulate and ultimately affect the outcome of the 2020 election. Instead of being used on PPE, the Zuckerbuck funds were instead used to get out the vote in critical Democratic stronghold districts in swing states across America. Now, thank God to the Thomas More Society and the lawyer that works for them, Thomas Hearn, who found out that just because the money did not touch Jocelyn Benson's hands does not mean that she was the architect of it and he proves it. He says, because the funds were channeled through the CTCL, the Center for Tech and Civic Life, a charity and char- as characterized as grants, Zuckerbuck's donations were not covered by campaign finance laws. See that? So there is campaign finance laws, and what they did is they went around them. They went around the legal system in order to get this money in the hands of third-party groups. Instead, they were unlimited and unregulated dark money, said, Thomas, uh, said, uh, said Hearn, the, the lawyer who works for Thomas More Society. He explained that the Michigan Constitution guarantees every eligible citizen the right of equal protection when it comes to voting. And that means state officials may not put in place an election scheme that enhances the weight of votes cast by one class of voters or increases one favored class of voters' access to the ballots. That's just what happened here, he said. uh, Analysis of data that the Center for uh, uh, Tech for Civic Life provided to the IRS and other public records demonstrates that this scheme was designed to favor urban areas in Michigan and to disadvantage Michigan voters in rural and suburban, more politically conservative areas. Until now, it wasn't clear who was behind the the massive vote scandal. However, Thomas More Law Society has filed a lawsuit against Jocelyn Benson for her alleged role in the Zuckerbuck scheme that use third-party money to drop boxes and fund satellite voting centers specifically targeting Democrat strongholds. They have figured out that at least $17 million of unreported payments were made to Michigan election officials. Evidence confirms that Benson was aware of this private funding scheme and even encouraged election officials to participate. The reply briefly filed, or the the reply brief that was filed on August 30th, in Michigan Court of Appeals on behalf of the group of Michigan voters addressed Benson's claims that she is not responsible because she didn't personally hand out the money. No, she didn't personally hand out the money. And she did that on purpose so that she could not be guilty of touching the money. However, her directives went down to these city clerks and went down to these uh, nonprofits to take the money and then gave them exact procedures as to what to do with the money. So the only thing that we don't have here is video or audio showing what to do with that money because it's just in writing as a suggestion. But yet those third-party companies did exactly the bullet point directives that Jocelyn Benson pointed out. So now they're in court over it. This woman should be in jail. This woman should be in jail, ladies and gentlemen. How many rumbles do we have here, folks? We have 1,000 rumbles. We need 1,000 more or we don't stay on the leaderboard. We need 1,000 more. Getter, Rumble, Roku, need your help, guys. I love you so very much. I hate to take you away from the platform you like to watch on, but you can go back to it. I just need your rumbles. This is how we stay active and stay in the game so people are seeing what we're pushing out. Now, she does not dispute that she's responsible for supervising the Michigan electors, but she said, I didn't touch the money, so I'm not guilty. Screw that. You're going down, lady, and you're going down hard. Now, I was supposed to have Coy Griffin on this morning from New Mexico. Let's see what he says. 
He says he's not going to be able to make it happen. He said, my world was just rocked. I'm going to have to take a rain check, but I'll make it up. Okay, that's Coy Griffin, ladies and gentlemen, who was just removed from office, all right, um, from, a, from a lefty judge, just removed from office for his role in January 6th. And even though he was not guilty of insurrection, the judge removed him from office because he said he was an insurrectionist. We're going to get Coy Griffin back on, all right? All right, let's, get, let's move on. The only way, folks, to listen, I'm just going to tell you this. The only way to ensure that we have trust and faith back in our voting system in this country, we've done everything that we can. Actually, no, there is still more to do before the midterms. But we're doing everything that we can as citizens to make sure that the cheating doesn't happen and that there's some kind of trust or faith back into our system. But there's one more thing that has to happen. We've got, to be, we've got to start seeing accountability, period. We've got to start seeing accountability, period. That means we've got to see fines. We've got to see indictments. We've got to see arrests. And we've got to see convictions. If we can do that, and not just on a tiny, tiny, you know, county level, but on a state or federal level, then I believe that we will have full faith in our electoral process again. But until that happens... We don't have faith in it. Now, that doesn't mean that you go, don't go vote. That's not what I'm telling you on LFA TV. What I'm telling you is go vote. But whether you have faith and full trust in the fact that your vote or somebody else's vote is going to count or not going to count, that's not going to happen until we start seeing accountability. I tell my children every morning, you're going to have consequences for your actions, and I am going to hold you accountable, period. I don't care what your friends say. I don't care what your teachers say. I don't care what other people say. You're in my house. I am your boss. Outside of God, you listen to nobody but me, and I will hold you accountable. And you know what else I do? I hold myself accountable. I hold myself accountable in front of you and in front of my kids. Why? Because if you cannot hold yourself accountable or if you cannot hold others accountable for what they've done, are you godly or not? Are you walking with the Lord or not? No, you are not. You've got to hold yourself accountable. Accountability has to be a trait that you have and possess and show the world. Nothing shows integrity and accountability out other than uh, nothing shows it like looking in the mirror and say, hey, you screwed up. How many people have had to do that in their lives? How many people? How many people have had to look in the mirror and humble themselves and eat a big old crap sandwich and say, damn, I messed up. And for you kids out there watching, you have to be able to hold yourself accountable. And you have to be able to be okay with your parents or grandparents holding you accountable too. They're not telling you something that's going to ruin your life. They're telling you something that's going to save your life. Vote same day, vote in person. And if you get a mail-in ballot in the mail this year during the midterms, don't do anything with it except for take it with you to the ballot booth. Because when you get there and they say, well, I'm sorry, it looks like you've already voted by mail. You can show them, say, no, I didn't. There must be a mistake on your end. You might need some accountability because I'm going in that booth to vote. Ladies and gentlemen, how many out there are drinking your field of greens this morning? I need a shot of it real quick. Thank you very much, Kitten1948. She said, preach it, brother. Amen. Hold yourself accountable. How many people out there drinking their field of greens this morning? Say amen. Whether you're watching on Getter or Rumble, say amen. Ladies and gentlemen, field of greens is packed with everything that you need to stay healthy. Everything. How many people ever in the chat thread ever got your daily amount of fruits or vegetables i never have in my entire life until now i have never got my daily amount that means everything that your body should be intaking every day of fruits and vegetables the things that god intended you to put in your body no we go we go through life drinking mountain dew eating doritos eating bagels eating sandwiches eating bread eating pizza eating burgers eating fries But now that we've got Field of Greens, we are packing our bodies with everything that God intended. And wow, does it work. 
For 30 days, I felt crap leaving my body. For 30 days, I felt toxins leaving my body. For 30 days, I swear I felt even any, any evil that tries to enter my body. I swear I felt it pushing out. I feel like a whole new man. If you want to try it, if you want to give yourself that kind of, uh, that kind of a dose of what God made for you to have and intended for you to have, then go to Field of Greens today. Order one. Spend the 60 bucks. You'll get a discount if you've never ordered it before by using promo code LFA. Buy it. Try it. If it doesn't work, you'll get your money back. I'll personally send you your money back, and I'll invoice Field of Greens. If it does work and you do go through the 30 days and you feel better, that's my whole goal here. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Now let's moving on. The left has been so fearful, ladies and gentlemen, so fearful of this MAGA movement, I have never seen anything like it. Did the Tea Party scare anybody like this? Not even close. Now, that's not dissing the Tea Party. I was part of that Tea Party movement. I loved it. I loved it. But they scared Obama enough just to get Lois Lerner and the IRS on them. But they didn't scare these politicians like MAGA does. They did not scare these politicians like MAGA. Hey, thank you for the $1 train that you started, you guys. God bless you. And also, thank you to the $100 that came in for Roxanne from Roxanne. God bless you, Roxanne. You've been, a, you've been a blessing to me and my family, by the way. How many people have ever seen politicians scared on the level that they are scared of MAGA right now? I have never seen it in my lifetime. You? Why are they scared of it? We are not, in, we are not threatening anybody's life. We sure as heck are not threatening the validity of the Constitution. As a matter of fact, if anybody out there is trying to get us back to what the founding fathers wrote in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, it is MAGA, we the people. The MAGA people. It is the Trump supporters. So what are they so afraid of? They can't say they're ending democracy if we're the ones that are touting our plan is backed up by the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and God. Their plan isn't that. They hate everything about it. They call the people that wrote it racist white men. So that should tell you right there, if you're a voter, if you're an independent, if you're an undecided, that should tell you right there, what do I align with? Do I align with the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence? And if I do, then I have to align myself with the right and I have to vote. So what are they so afraid of? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what they're so afraid of. They're afraid of you waking up and smelling the coffee right there. They're afraid of you waking up and seeing what they've done to you for decades. And the reason they hate Trump is because Trump showed it to you. Trump pulled back the curtain and exposed the old, decrepit, dirty, loser old man behind the curtain who couldn't even formulate a sentence. They pu- Trump pulled back that curtain. If it wasn't for Trump pulling back that curtain, then you would have never heard that dirty old man say stuff like this. I an effective strategy to mobilize true international under pressure. They're not afraid of you physically. They're not afraid of you financially. And they're not afraid of you spiritually. They're not afraid of Trump from those things either. They're afraid of losing everything that they've gained by pulling the wool over your eyes for decades. And that's the truth. That's the truth. And now the Democrats are panicking even more because they know that Stacey Abrams is about to lose. Raise your hand if you feel good about that. Give me an amen if you feel good about that. By the way, Stacey Abrams is checking in right now. Hold on. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> Let's hit that again. Stacey Abrams, she's checking in. What did she say? Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. What a loser that lady is. Anyway, the Democrats are starting to freak out. They're starting to panic about Stacey Abrams' chances of winning the, Gore- the Georgia gubernatorial race. By the way, we've got Herschel Walker coming on here in a couple days, folks. Definitely stay tuned for that interview. Now, the Democrat swamp donkey communist Marxists had high hopes 
for Job of the Hut, Stacey Abrams, in the Georgia governor race, but things are not working out as planned. Now, not that I'm a Brian Kemp fan, but I'd take him any day over this woman. Almost every poll has Republican incumbent Brian Kemp in the lead, not by a little, but let's channel our inner Trump here by a lot, okay? Okay, he's beating her by a lot, even though he's a rhino. He is a rhino, probably, probably the biggest rhino the world has ever seen. I tell you, we got to get rid of these rhinos, but we definitely got to get rid of Stacey Abrams by a lot. Democrats are slowly developing a sense of panic over this race. And you want to know who reported this? The New York Times. Whoa! Diggity dog. It is nice. When the enemy tells you how scared they really are. Democrats fret as Stacey Abrams struggles in the Georgia gubernatorial race. Georgia Democrats have grown increasingly pessimistic about Stacey Abrams' chances of ousting Governor Brian Kemp from office. Oh, I love it, Stacey the Hutt. Pointing to her struggles to rally key parts of her party's coalition and her inability to appeal to a slice of moderate Republican voters who decide the state's elections. Do you really want to know why they're afraid? It's not because of the gap between her teeth that needed Moses to part in order for people to walk through. It's not because of her absolutely disgusting rhetoric that sounds like, solo. <laughs> no, no. And it's not even because her inability to grab moderate Republicans. It's none of that. It's the fact that the 66 election security laws that we have put in place in these swing states since November 4th of 2022, is doing exactly what I told you it would do. It is limiting them from being able to steal the election. And because it is limiting, from, limiting them from being able to steal the election, they're already screwed. They knew that ballot harvesting was their key to winning the election. They knew that Stacey Abrams and her merry band of mules out there stuffing ballot boxes was the only way they could steal the election. They were never going to steal it with the Dominion machines alone. Shout out Mike Lindell for getting rid of them because we need to get rid of every single one of them. However, it was always and will always be the mail-in ballots that steal the election, period. And because they can't do this now, they are absolutely screwed. Public and private polls have consistently showing her trailing Brian Kemp and in particularly worrying sign for Miss Abrams polls also show that she's drawing less support than the other high profile Democrat on the ballot who also stole it, Senator Raphael Warnock, who is seeking his first full term. Now, the gap between the two Democrats, which is within the margin of error, is some in some recent surveys and as wide as 10 points in others, highlights the extent of her disgustingly fat struggles. Though she is beloved by Democrat voters who have zero gray matter between their ears, she has lost some ground beef, I mean some ground, I'm sorry, with black men who provided crucial backing for her in her narrow loss to Brian Kemp in 2018. Why? Because you can't keep people fooled for long. And while Raphael Warnock draws some support from Republican moderates, those are called rhinos, Stacey Abrams, who has been vilified more than by, by, by the Republicans than any other statewide figure, has shown little sign of peeling off significant parts of that banana. I mean, significant parts, numbers of disaffected Republicans. I'm sorry. Every time I see her, I just see her just inhaling food like a hippopotamus. Long story short, there is not a poll out there that has her within even close to the margin of error to even beat her own party, let alone Brian Kemp. So ladies and gentlemen, because she's so disgustingly stupid and because she's such a liar and because she's such a thief and because she thought she was God's next gift to the Democratic Party, like she was going to be some kind of female who ate Obama, let alone not, not female Obama, We've got to give her the Dumb Dumb Award today. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Do 
dumb, dumb award of the day. Now, I know I'm going to get some emails that say, hey, you know, you probably shouldn't say fat or disgusting or slob or hog or hippo. Well, guess what? I'm fat, so I can do it. Right? Isn't that the rule? If I am, then I can. Anyway, she's done. Shout out, Georgia. And now we've got to go to the garbage pail kid of the White House. I can't wait to get to this disgustingly stupid, stuck-on-stupid, mean Jean Corrine Pierre. Folks, these people in this Biden regime, they know their, their, their intelligence level, and I'm not even saying this for laughs. I'm saying this for real right now. Ready? Their intelligence level is that of a teenager. They don't know anything. And when I say they don't know anything, I'm not saying they struggle to find a lie or an answer that they can give you that will, appeal, that will appease the, uh, the crowd of the day. I'm talking about they're absolutely stupid. They don't know anything that they should know in order to have this job. They don't even know how to spin. If you're going to have this job and you're going to lie, at least know how to spin. They can't even do that. Do you remember just two days ago when I showed you I think it was yesterday, by the way. Maybe it was yesterday. I reported for you about Biden's secretary, energy, uh, energy of sec- uh, secretary of Energy, who said that California was leading the way in the model of this electric uh, movement, but yet they're now firing up gas generators in order to, I don't know, have energy. Let's go to Mean Jean Kareen Pierre. Let's do a side-by-side here. Let's go to Mean Jean Kareen Pierre when asked about this. She said she doesn't even know about it. No, I'm not talking about she doesn't know about the validity of what the Secretary of Energy said, she's saying she doesn't even know about the comments of the Secretary of Energy. And then one more then. Um, last Friday, the Energy Secretary uh, said a green technology in California that that state was in the lead and showing the rest of the nation how it's done. Um, the state is currently bracing for blackouts. Uh, they've set ambitious goals. And um, you know, yet in particular, uh, their, their governor is asking folks there not to charge their electric vehicles. Does the president agree that California is an example for the rest of the country as it transitions? I haven't seen those specific statements. Uh, I would like to see it in fuller context that the secretary has made. So I'm not going to comment on something that I haven't seen in full. Uh, But if you have another question, I'm happy. So there you go. I I haven't seen those statements, so I'm not going to comment on it because I haven't seen it in full. What do you mean you haven't seen it in full? What do you mean? I showed it. How do I have it, but you don't? How have I heard it, but you haven't? Doesn't make any sense. Now, a reality show that destroyed America was called Keeping Up with the Kardashians. You remember that? I maybe seen two episodes of that in my life and I was completely disgusted. Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It destroyed America. Okay, if a reality TV show out there ever destroyed a country, it was Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But this right here, what we're watching, what we're watching unfold is Keeping Up with the crazies, K-K-K-R-A-Z-I-S. Keeping up with the crazies, folks. You are not going to believe who Biden just appointed as his monkeypox czar. Have you seen these pictures, folks? If not, let's bring this guy up on the screen here. Here you go, folks. This is Biden's new monkeypox czar. If there was ever a spokesperson... For monkeypox, it is this guy. If there was ever a, a, um, a mascot for monkeypox, it is this bald-headed and bearded, leather-thong-wearing piece of crap. Biden has just named him his monkeypox czar. Unbelievable. Dr. Dimitri Daskalakis. Joe Biden last month announced a new team to lead the White House's national monkeypox response. Biden named FEMA's director, Robert Fenton, as the White House National Monkeypox Response Coordinator, and Dr. Dimitri Daskalakis as the White House's National Monkeypox Response Deputy Coordinator. So basically, if somebody out there wants monkeypox, this guy responds and gives it to them in the only way that we know how. Dimitri Daskalakis, a leading public health expert in monkeypox. Well, how's he an expert in it then? <laughs> How's he an expert in it? Huh? By taking trips on the Hershey Highway? Huh? Currently the director of the CDC Division of HIV Prevention. Well, how about that? Talk about the perfect spokesman. Widely known as a national expert on 
health issues affecting the LGBTQIA pedo plus communities. Pretty soon we're just going to have to say the alphabet. His clinical practice has focused on providing care for the underserved LGBTQIA pedo plus communities. By packing up everybody in a field, on a field trip bus and driving down the Hershey Highway. Now we do have this guy side-by-side I, 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 <laughs> side with this moron. Here we go. Yep, there we are. Let's watch this guy. Of course, he has to look good in front of cameras, but I guarantee you he's wearing a leather thong underneath that suit. We are encouraged by the progress that we're making right now. To You'll enter see people's uh, anuses. the chart to my left. We only have data from 35 jurisdictions. That's just over half of all jurisdictions that are directly receiving vaccine. But over 460,000 doses have been administered. Keep in mind, the population at highest risk is approximately 1.6 million people right now. So even with this partial view we have now from the reporting jurisdictions, we're seeing strong progress really getting shots into arms. So now that supply is less of an issue, we need to make sure we focus on maintaining demand by making sure that people know that effective and safe vaccine is available for those that could benefit. Alongside our vaccination efforts, we've scaled up access to testing and treatments, as well as ensuring that LGBTQAI plus individuals <laughs> know how to reduce their risk. Hey, Together, hey, shut those up. Efforts stop it, 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 stop it. I can tell you how to reduce your, your, reduce your risk. Stop picking up the soap. Pretty much easy. Stop picking up the soap. I understand that a lot of people don't understand that analogy or that metaphor, whatever you want to call it. Stop picking up the soap. That's how you stop it. Nobody on planet Earth, except for the people that love to do what you do, are scared of monkeypox. Nobody. Go ahead and play this ridiculousness. Trends in the data that CDC has collected over the last couple of weeks, especially, especially in our hardest hit areas. So as you can see, the week over week growth rates of the virus, meaning how quickly the virus is spreading, is trending downward in some of the areas involved earliest in the outbreak. All right. All right. Places like New York. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Places like New York, places like San Francisco, places like Sodom, places like Gomorrah. Right. Uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Keeping up with the crazies, folks. That's the new deputy coordinator for the Hershey Highway Pox. Anyway, before we move to the next uh, the next segment, which is basically, guys, I've got an update on this reporter who was stabbed. There was an arrest made. There was a murder, and we're going to get to that. But before we do, we've got to go ahead right now, and we've got to give love to the people that came on yesterday and the people that are trying to protect you, the people that are trying to help you, the people that are out there for help if you need it, and that is home title lock, ladies and gentlemen. That is home title lock. Because we know, we know by now, after having Matt Cox on yesterday, he spent 13 years in prison because he did this. Now, why did he choose to do this kind of fraud? Because he said it was the easiest fraud there is to do. He said you, it takes 10 minutes and you don't have to go through hell to do it. All you have to do is just understand what you need to do. And boom, you can have somebody's equity in their home. You can have their home. You can have anything you want. He did it and he did 13 years for it. He said people think that there's somebody that's checking your signature. Nobody's checking. Nobody's checking on any of these things. Nobody is looking out for you. And we now know that that is true, especially after this last couple of years. Now, if you're not protected, a county clerk will not call you. You will not get notified. Homeowner's insurance does not cover it. Credit card and traditional identity protection does not cover home title theft. But if you have it, if you have the insurance, you protect yourself 24 hours a day with 24-7 monitoring. You get instant alerts if there's any kind of uh, tampering and you get access to a team of title restoration experts 24 7 now i put the link in the description in the um rumble description so that you guys can quick link over there go to hometitlelock.com today and they will give you a free scan to see if anybody has messed with your stuff already all right folks here we go this is a big one this is a big update and i saw this i learned about it last night but i had to wait until today to tell you you guys remember the story that I've been um, uh, reporting on about Jeff German, reporter Jeff German for the uh, Arizona Review Journal? Well, 
Robert Tellis killed him. Robert Tellis, the Democrat Clark County official who was being investigated by this reporter and the picture that I showed you last night of him all masked up looking like some kind of Saigon Antifa expert, he killed him. And he was arrested, ladies and gentlemen, last night. Do we have a picture of this loser up? Face, no, right up on his face. Here it is. For everybody, for everybody listening on the podcast, no, we've got to remove the lower thirds. Remove those lower thirds. Let's get them on there. For everybody listening on the podcast, for everybody listening on iHeartRadio, I'm telling you what we're showing you right now is the picture of the man, Robert Tellis, who was a Democrat um, elected official, killed Jeff German. And he's been arrested for it. Now who's the party of violence, Joe Biden? Now tell us, now lecture us that we can't have our guns, Joe Biden? Lecture us now. If this man, Jeff German, had a gun, he would be alive today. If he had a gun on him, he'd be alive today. Because your Democrat elected official who loves you and voted for you, Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, where are you? He killed him and he was arrested last night for it, for the murder of Jeff German. Where are they now? Where are they now? Now, folks, we're a little late with Mike Crispy here. I apologize, but I had to get this out. And I want to give you one. I want to give you two good pieces of news on the way out. And here they are. You ready for this? Number one. Wisconsin judge has ruled that the clerks in each county are not allowed to fill out absentee ballot envelopes. Remember I reported on that story about three weeks ago? How they said, how they, uh, they were allowed to cure the ballots. They were allowed to make changes on the ballots. Well, now a judge has come forward and said, no, you can't. No, you cannot. So ladies and gentlemen, that's good news coming out of Wisconsin. If you live in Wisconsin, Rosa Catalano. If you live in Wisconsin, you got good news today. And that good news is, is that a judge in the state of Wisconsin, has ruled that the WEC and the clerks cannot force anybody to cure ballots or make changes on absentee ballots, period. That, ladies and gentlemen, I believe deserves the Smarty Award of the day. So let's go ahead and bring up that music. Here we go. Smarty Award of the Day goes to the judge out of Wisconsin who said, hey, come on, let's have a little bit of common sense here. Not going to happen. That's big news. That's big news. But I've got even, I wouldn't say bigger news, but I've got better news, at least for the people of Florida. LGBTQ month has been canceled in Miami-Dade schools, ladies and gentlemen, and the school board will follow the law enacted by Governor Ron DeSantis. The Miami-Dade County Public School Board has voted against a proposal to observe October as LGBTQ History Month following the state's recently enacted parental rights and education law that prohibits K-3 through grade teachers from giving lessons on sexual orientation or gender identity. They caved again. The measure which which critics and others frequently refer to as the Don't Say Gay Bill was signed by Governor Ron DeSantis and the board voted 8-1 to one because they don't want to lose their jobs either. The board voted 8-1 to one on Wednesday to have schools not observe the History Month. The only vote in support of the proposal came from, a sponsor, from sponsor Lucia Geller, NBC Miami reported. Ladies and gentlemen, that means that October, which is LGBTQ History Month, I guess, I never knew that, but they will not be able to do that now, and they will not be able to celebrate it within the school system next June. Why? Because June is no longer LGBTQ Month and and Pride Month. June is now Pro-Life Month, ladies and gentlemen. We've got big wins. We're taking over from the bottom up, ladies and gentlemen, and that is exactly what we needed to do this entire time. Folks, that is going to do it for Live from America today. we got Mike Crispy coming up next. We cut into his time about five minutes. I want to apologize to Mike Crispy. 
I want to apologize to producer Frankie for that. I want to say thank you to our show hosts before us, Antonio Sabato Jr., Kevin Smith, and Sean Farish. Thank you for the loud majority, and it's my turn. Thank you for tuning in here right now. Remember, the Rumbles is what keeps us on the leaderboard, not the views. Stay tuned. Mike Crispy comes up next on the same feed here on Rumble. However, it will switch on Getter, uh, Roku, and Firestick. I love you all. Remember to go to JeremyHarrell.com. We got a lot of sales going on, and anything helps right now. And if you want to make a monthly or a one-time donation, also visit there. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Listen to some great armor of God on the way out. I'll see you at 5 p.m. tonight. Remember to keep your families close. Keep a smile on that face always, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace! That one.